BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. How's everybody doing? I want to welcome you into a, man, a cool episode. I always say a special episode. They're all special, but a really cool episode for myself of NBA Rookie Life. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think I'm his first podcast. The first, you know, one of the first, okay? So I'm, I'm going to say this is exclusive content right here. Um, he was the ACC Freshman of the Year, a two-time all-conference selection, going into his 15th. Yeah, you heard 15 seasons in the NBA. Do you know how rare that is? And one of the most explosive athletes I've ever seen play the game. He was the 16th pick in the 2009 draft. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, nothing other than my guy, James Johnson. JJ, what's good with you, man? Yo, what up, Ryan, man? What an introduction, baby. I appreciate you, man. No, nah, man. I, hey, hey, I appreciate you, man. And um, you know what's funny about you, JJ? You might not know this, but you were come out of Wake and coached the, the late, great Jeff Capel, Coach Capel. And we like, you know, you always like kind of size guys up. I remember you you were a rookie then, and we knew about the other guys, and we was like, hey, he was like, hey, that one over there, he'll put one on your head. <laughs> Don't mess with him. He's like that. We're like, hey, you know, the league, we, when we came into the league, Jay, JJ, like right. you had to prove yourself. It was more like even it was a mental game before you could even get on the court. And it was like, nah, he liked that. And I remember watching you just slowly like make your name in the league because you didn't come in with the the glitz and the glamour. You were a high pick, but you had to earn your way, man. So I'm, I'm telling you, man, you've always had that respect. And now fast forward in 15 years in the league, man, you you have put it down, brother. Nah, yeah, I appreciate you. Speaking on that, Lou Aldang, Joe Kim Noah, Kurt Heinrich, yes. Brad Miller, like, you know what I mean? John Salmons. Ooh. Coming in the league with those guys, my old hats, it was, it was no plan, you know? So it, it, it was... uh. Um, experience and a learning, learning that you can't just get from just you know being on the outside, I guess. 
Facts. And you know, it's funny you bring up John Salmons, bro. John Salmons, in my mind, one of the most underrated players to have played. Like, he has so much game, bro, but like, he's not a name you always pop up. Like, he was unguardable in certain moments once he got rolling. Like, Salmons had game, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And like I said, I I was getting zero minutes with those guys ahead of me, man. So, like you said, you had to earn your name, you had to get your respect, and, uh, you know, that that was the name of the game back then. So different now, but, you know, the game done got so much ta- more talent. It's, it's just out of this world. Man, absolutely. And I felt like um, for you, the longevity speaks so much because, you know, I want to say within the last five years, five, six years almost, it was just a youth movement. You know, teams have been willing to go young. So um, it shows your presence. It shows that you, you know, we know everybody knows you paid your dues, but man, you have made your name in this league. But I want to rewind, man. I want to go back to, uh, because this is NBA NBA rookie life, um, rookie year, man, and even more so the draft. Uh, come Coming out of Wake, what was draft day like for you? Um, what were the projections were you a green room guy? You, you know, were you were you kind of, you know, I, listen, I was a 50th pick. I had a chip on my shoulder. It was 49 <laughs> dudes I had on my hit list. You know, what was your that mindset was um, coming into the league? Because I know you earned your name, bro. Like, I, I watched right. it. Um, really, it was just all the workouts, man, going against guys like Earl Clark. Mm. Um, he was damn near at every one of my workouts. You know, we became brothers after that. You know, that 09 draft class was crazy, man. I can keep naming them. We're, you know, we're we're one of the eras that changed this game, mm. I believe. So, you know, uh, I knew it was a lot of work I had. I was just grinding, man. The uh, green room had called, but they said you was only allowed to bring four. So I was like, man, I got two. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, bro. Who were the first? Who were you in your mind trying to bring uh, to the green room, man? Exactly. I got I got too many brothers. I got you know what I mean. My mother, like I was like, man, we just throw our own party. So we yeah. that's what we did. Um, after the draft, the, uh, when my name was called, it was crazy because it, it could have been. I think it was Gerald Henderson. He went uh, to Charlotte, yeah. and when, when he when he called Gerald Henderson, my little brother could have swore they said my name, so he popped the crystal bottle one time. <laughs> 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 everybody, everybody looking at that like, yo, what? that's not him, <laughs> you know. But luckily, my name did get called. Bless. Uh, <laughs> And uh, 16th pick, you know, headed to the Bulls. You know, it, it was crazy because uh, I was I was in Chi- I was in Chi- I was in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and D Rose's best friend Randall. He uh, he happened to um, get a scholarship at a junior college out there. So you know, I, I was just hooping with them guys. Knew who D Rose was, obviously. Seen mm. him in high school. You know, uh, seen him at Memphis, obviously, and then be able to go team up with him finally or whatever. It was it was crazy. Man, that, you you talk about crazy, and you know what? Like, what was the mindset like? Because a lot of people don't notice. So you know, here here's a league in a nutshell. For for the most part, if you are drafted, the higher you're drafted, the worse of the team. So you're gonna have to take your lumps. You're gonna be first or second team pick, but you're gonna take your lumps. Right. If you fall in the middle area, you're gonna go to a solid team. Right. But you might not get the minutes. So. A lot of where you land can make or break some guy's career. And for a lot of guys, you know it, JJ, like some man, the NBA we came into, you didn't just play, bro. Like you had to earn it, or you had super vets, you had OGs that played, or you know, you know, we've been in situations. I just said you've been maybe have been better or more talented than a guy, 
but he know how to do his job on the court. And coach is going to go with those veterans. So you really had to earn your weight or pull your weight in the league. <laughs> and, and to try to figure out terminology, plays. You know, back then, the playbook was crazy. Yes. <laughs> the playbook was great. <laughs> so you had to know the players. You really had to talk on defense, know your defensive rotations, or, or you're not getting any minutes. You know you know how that goes in. For a young guy like me, that th- those were the tough parts because, you know, I, I used to just roll the ball out and just hoop. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so learning from those guys how to, how to put it together like that, you know, definitely, like I said, went a long way. But to earn your spot back then, it, it was... It was hell. Was there a uh, was there a moment um, through those you know those rookie year those first early seasons where uh, something that sticks out in your mind where you kind of learned the lesson or you know hey hey dang it Jane don't come on here not knowing the plays or something or somewhere where OG kind of took you under the wing and taught you a lesson that helped you stick through uh, you know through the league you know you talk yeah, about silence you talk yeah. about uh, Brad Miller those super OGs right there right I mean. A lot of those guys got percentages or or whatever, and the reason why I'm still here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just little lessons, little uh dimes that they drop or whatever, it just you know, went a long way with me. A lot of things that I understood and comprehended. And then there's a lot of a lot of things like uh just doing something or saying something just to get you out of the way. You know, you gotta be careful for that. There's always that. There's always that yeah, you 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 are uh danger to his minutes, you are danger to uh um, his lifestyle, you know, so, you know, you got to watch both. You got to know who's helping you and, and who's, you know, trying to knock you off that track. Who would you say maybe was the most instrumental uh, or like kind of like, look, like, shoot, I had a cup Brevin night, uh, Kevin Burleson, shoot, I, I didn't pay for a meal coming into training camp. Kevin Burleson, I was staying in a hotel. He was like, nah, you staying with me, you, young fella, like you and me. Like, is there an OG that kind of took you under the wing um, in your time? It's crazy. Um... But like like you said, I want to get back to what you said. That um, when you go sixteenth, you're going to a solid team. I went For to sure. a, I went to a team that just got done playing uh, Boston in the playoffs. They're running it back, and then we yeah. go against Cleveland in the playoffs. You know, so you know they had a chip on their shoulder as well. Is so that bronze Cleveland? Yeah, that's right. That was bronze Cleveland. Oh, I got punched on so bad. That's a different story. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's crazy, but not crazy to me, I guess. But the the OG who really took me in my rookie year was Gennaro Pargo. Pargo. Yeah, yes, sir. And, and he's from the shy. So it was, you know what I mean? It was only fitting. Like, first meals. Like, I, I never had to pay for nothing with him at all. Mm. At all. So, you know, it's crazy. Now, JJ, let me, let me ask this. We got to dive into it. Me and you walked in completely different type of rookies. I was skinny, trying to gain weight. A lot of cats in it back then. They they had to try me. I had a couple <laughs> practice fights. We're not gonna talk about you know the, the behind the scenes. Yeah, words. JJ, you really do this. You really do this. So yeah. um, I'm gonna ask for a little context on um, you know the black belt, the training, how that kind of came about with basketball. And, you, you know, as a rookie, was that something that you did or something you developed during the league? You know, with all due respect, you know, shout out to the late great mom, but, you know, a couple of guys get popped and then they like, oh, let me hit the boxing training, yeah. you know? I remember, uh, yeah, you're, you're, hey, JJ, you're laughing about this. So I had a, <laughs> but I can't make it up. I can't make this up. I go to San Antonio, you know, one of my later years for a training camp or whatever, right? And I kid you not, bro, like San Antonio in the middle of, 
like August or whatever. You got Manu in that bad boy hooping, retired, hooping with the training camp guys, bro. He retired. Timmy D came in for like a boxing workout. All of a sudden, all these little trainers come in. They're like, hey, you want to hop in the workout? I'm like, bro, I'm trying to make the team. I'm in the workout. I'm tired as yeah. heck. And, and Tim is in there. <laughs> you know, Tim is hitting the bag. And, you know, I compete against Tim. And Tim is retired. But I'm like, bro, that's Timmy D, you know? So I remember I'm hitting the bag. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to make small talk with Tim. And he's so competitive, bro. I'm like... Hey Tim, you know uh, why are you hitting the bag? What's the training? You know, does this does this help the footwork or something like that? He said for guys like you, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like Tim, bro. But it's funny how competitive those guys are. Some right. you know some ball players take up the boxing training because nobody want to get stuck on TV, bro. You're gonna you yeah. know you know what I'm saying you're gonna have that live with you for a very long time. But back to you. Um, was that something you came up with? How did it help basketball-wise? Is that something you would refer to other young athletes? And I, I feel like for me, I did some jujitsu training. Nothing like you, JJ, but I feel like I was more calm in situations where I might try to make myself appear bigger. Like, I'm calm. I know how to handle myself. So right. talk to me about, about that deal. Yeah, no, my father, he grew up doing it, became a master. And then after that, my whole family, it was... You had no choice. That was almost family business. Hold on. Your father was a master. What does that mean? You he's can't master. casually say master. Yeah, he's a master. So eighth degree. Yeah, he's eighth degree black belt. So, yeah. So he's been training Shout for- out Pops. Been, Yeah. Facts. He get, he get it done. <laughs> he get it done. But uh, yeah, from then on out, from then on out, it was the whole family. The whole family had to get in it, um, being martial arts. It was like, you could do whatever you wanted, but this was like the, you have to do. Like, you didn't have to play How, how tall is your pops? Uh, six three, six three. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Been in, been in a lot, you know. So, um, yeah, you didn't have to play basketball, football. You didn't have to do any of that. You just had to be in martial arts in our family. Mm. Yeah, and then you know we started traveling, competing, getting our weight classes, competing in that, and uh, things was looking up. I I thought I was gonna do that. Honestly, I, I thought really. I was, what age did you start? Was this like, I mean, like four, five years old and up? Like, did yeah, you start I was that like, early? I was like four or five when we started, you know, throwing kicks, playing around with it. And then you gradually, you know, what I mean, the discipline starts getting more and more, you know. So, yeah, I was a youngin, but all my brothers, like my older brothers, they they was already fighting and things like that. So, you know, it was our, it was already like. Those are who I looked up to when I was growing up, my big bros, obviously. So, you know, seeing them do it, that was like my Spider-Mans or my, you know, my my superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. For sure. I, we didn't have no TV to just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like how my kids get Spider-Man, all these, I didn't have all them. Like my heroes was my bros and I got to see them fight, flip all day. Dang. Yeah, facts. Was there a point, like, you know, it was funny, my pops would always be like, was wild, bro. Like, my pops was only 6'5", my mom, like, you know, 5'11", but my dad knew, he like, oh, he's going to be 7 feet. He's going to be 7 feet. No, no, he's, he's going to be 7 Like, was there a point, like, hey, uh, hey, hey, pops, we think James is going to be, you know, like 6'9", six, 6'8". Six, <laughs> like, nah. you know, this might not be the, the future, or like, did that come out of nowhere? Nah, my, my older brothers is 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you mm. know, so... um. You know, I, I think they at least knew that. I was yeah, going yeah, yeah, to <laughs> <sure. laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, I, I I didn't really start getting taller until college. I was like six five, six five uh coming out of uh coming out of high school. Oh, you was league then, bro. Hold on, yeah, hold on, JJ. I, you grew four inches in college? Man, I swear, bro. It was <laughs> I was six four, six five in um in high school. 
I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the workout. I started drinking protein shakes. You know, we didn't have none of that. I didn't have none of that back in the G, bro. Like, <laughs> they started getting Yo. those Gatorade shakes and all that. Who knows? So were you always, not to put it like this, like, were you always league? Was it like, oh, man, he's league now. Yo, he grew four inches. Like, you going from, you know, playing the one and two or, you know, maybe the three to, hey, you he, he going, you know, two through four. Two through five, depending on it. I swear, like, 09, 09, if, if fighting was at where it was at in 09, I probably wouldn't even have went to Wake Forest. Shout out Timmy D, wow. uh, Timmy D too. <laughs> Go Shout Dicks, out man. Timmy D. Yeah, I, would, I probably wouldn't even went out and went straight to fighting, for real. Wow. I, man, I had, I had no idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good at basketball. I'm good at basketball. I'm better at that. Or was better, if you will. Okay. So how did this translate? Because... Did, did everybody know? Because I remember like being told, like, no job, JJ. They were like, hey, when you go into the game, like, you know, if something happened, don't bump him. He's really about all that energy. Like, he, <laughs> it was like, yo, like, all right, everybody's cool. We playing, but like, nah, like, he could really hurt you. Like, you know, like, right. he ain't on that, but like, you know, just, you know, be cool because right. he's really about all that. You know, not that, not that you was running around trying to bully cats. Nah, I've never, yeah. that's the thing. I've never seen you. And I think obviously from the training, that's the discipline, but like, hey, you know, he might give you a warning, but don't, you know, don't, right. don't follow through. That's not, the, that's yeah. not the place. But um, <laughs> how did that help you kind of coming into the league? Did guys know that or did, did, you know, at some point, if you hoop and you compete, you know, you're going to be tried in a right. situation. Right. You, ha you have to be. Otherwise, we ain't the competitors that we think, you know. But for, sure. for, for me, it's more like what you're saying. I don't think a lot of people get it be because they're not in it. But the yeah, calmness, yeah. the calmness you get knowing that you have a skill set is uh, uh, same as going into a game or anything else you do. You know what I mean? Like a doctor doing surgery. The more practice he gets, the more knowledge he has on it. He's going to be calmer mm. in those situations. And that's pretty much what it is for me. Like, at the end of the day, we're all fraternity. If it goes to that level, you know, I'm sure you're going to take it there as well. But I just, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, JJ, I don't know if you remember this. We going all off rails. I always tell people this story that, uh, shout out Joey, Joey Graham, twin. And uh, we were in Cleveland. And I, you probably, I know you already know what I'm about to bring up, bro. Right. And, um. That's one of the strongest dudes I've ever seen, bro. So the strongest I've been probably was in Cleveland. Me and Stan, the weight coach, we lifted every day. We hitting it, bro. Before practice, after practice. I'm benching with the chains. Like, we just making <laughs> stuff up. So probably the strongest I get, bro. I kid you not, bro. I'm lifting every day. I'm a skinny dude. So the heaviest I get, bro, I kid you not. I'm like, I'm doing like 315 with the chains for five. I'm feeling strong. Like, man, I never. Joey Graham comes off the court, grabs the weight. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting there like, nah, bro, like this, that's not fair. That's not fair. I'm working out, he doing cardio, he hitting that. I bring that up because he's the strongest dude I've ever seen. We were playing against y'all, JJ, and you and Joey go nose to nose. I've never seen this in my life. And I'm like, Joey's strong. JJ's about all that. I've never seen no referees, no teammates, no coaches <laughs> went to intervene. <laughs> it was like, nah. Yeah, Let right. that, like, whatever happens, y'all cooled off, did nothing happen. But I remember it was like, uh, like the shock on everybody's right. face. Like, nah, I don't know. You know, everybody run out when no security guards in that one. Like, look, if they happen to go there, they're going to figure it out, you know. But I was like, oh, I never, I never forget that one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a crazy one. 
like I said, there's competitors in this, and, and For sure. if you're not, if you're not, you wouldn't make it here. But the the ending on that story was it was crazy. Is after that game, the next game we had to go play Twin. Oh, <laughs> I was like, man, if bro tries to tell me, I gotta invite both of them. You know, it, it ended up being cool. Like it was never, yeah, yeah. It, like I said, it was never nothing after that. Like, shout out, respect, your grand. Yes, bro. yes, like, great dudes, man. Yeah, great, back, great dude, but. We, you definitely, I'm not saying these dudes don't compete now, but like you are, you definitely had practice fights. JJ, you probably didn't. I did. Um, you, you know, I had to prove myself, but like, or you were on the verge of that because the game was so physical. You know, the spacing wasn't there. It was a lot of size. You wrestling for rebounds. It was, it was definitely a different, uh, you know, ball game. But like you said, in the spirit of competition. Yeah, well, the spirit of competition had Taj Gibson getting Brad Miller breakfast every morning. Sweat, yo, we be on the road. I don't even think Brad Miller ate half those breakfasts. <laughs> we on the road. He had, he, he had the same breakfast delivered to his room every day. Todd had to over over an uh, elbow to the face. It, it was different back then. Like, hold on, hold on, man. Taj elbow Brad in the yeah. face, and Brad made him go get breakfast every day. Yo, not only that, but made him run a bleachers too. I think we was in London. We we I think we was in London. We was about to play London for uh the international games. Obviously, Luol Deng from out there. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're practicing. We, we're in a uh, practice. Taj make a crazy move with some footwork. Uh, Brad jump. On a pump fake, and when he was coming down, Taj, you know, go, you know how it was back in the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, man, it was chip twos every day in practice type, you know, but boom, kind of like chipped his tooth, finished the layup. Yo, we stopped practice. Me and Taj had to run bleachers. You know, I had to do it with him. Why you had to run? You know, it was a rookie thing. Like, I wasn't going to leave him out by himself. Even when he was getting the mm. breakfast, even when he was getting the breakfast, I was riding. You know, like, that was my Respect. man. Still my man. Still my man. Shout but, out to Taj, yeah, man. Best dude like, in the world, man. Man, greatest guy, man. But, yeah, th that's how deep it was. Like, there was no take it personal, none of that. It was no sensitive. If you took some tires off a car, you got your car popcorn, man. You knew what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anybody that, or kind of, you know, they say the welcome to the league moment, somebody that you just struggled to guard or somebody you figured out in practice or in the game was like, oh, God, Lee, you know, like, I, ain't, I look, I'm a defender, but I ain't got it today or I got to learn. Was there any situation that you knew uh, that kind of stuck out for you? Um, man, I would have to say Cleveland. When we was in Cleveland, I was with the Chicago Bulls. Bron was in Cleveland. This was 09-010 season. We're in the playoffs. And I don't think I really had any welcome to the league moments until this. You know, I wasn't really playing a lot during the season. I wasn't really playing a lot during the season. So it was like, I didn't really get to, you know, really test it out all the games, all 82 games. So I, I, I started late. So this was like, Lou Aldane went down. James, you got Braun. It's the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you ain't in enough shape. You ain't in enough shape. I'm telling you, I was not in enough shape to guard this man or, or this action right here. The ISO. You know, they don't show you the first one. The first one, I think I went and blocked. I think I went and blocked that. Huh. The first one, I went and blocked. So, I, you know, that's why I went up again. This is the second yeah. one. This is the second one. And he dropped me off on the 10th floor and went to the 11th for me, bro. Shot clock is down to five. Nice fake by Kings. Oh, he stops. That was nasty. That was really the welcome to the league moment. And it was on 
commercial after commercial after commercial. I couldn't, you yeah. know what I mean? Every, everything I did, they bleeped out my name, obviously, but I knew it was me getting punched like that. <laughs> <laughs> my family knew it was me, man. So it was, it was a it was a welcome to the league moment. And, you know, I'm just blessed to be able to be on that same court with him at that time, too. He was a monster. Still a monster, but you know what it is. Context here, what a lot of people don't know, game plan discipline, like Bron likes to go left. So you're doing your job shading him to the left. He goes to the right, obviously learning moment, because you're going to get that. Like, you so athletic. Right. You're like, oh, let's race to the rim. I'm going, you said you got the one before. I'm going right. to get that. Right. And you know, I'm a rookie. We in the playoffs. All I hear is, we get to the next round this round. We get touches. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get what if we go to the next round? Okay. You know, I, I, I'm out there competing, jumping for everything, but I, I swear I was going to go get that again. He just took it up. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, another thing, too, at that time, the challenge with Brown was that he didn't have footwork. He didn't know how to post up. He didn't know how to work off the mid post. So a lot of people were like, oh, okay. Like, cause a lot of things he did, Brian was a legit point guard. Right. You was you fighting through pick and rolls, you guarding him on the perimeter, you know, don't let him get downhill, pick him up early in transition. So I remember watching that clip going, mm, okay, like he got on the mid block. Like normally you wouldn't see him in those situations. So like there's a level where you're doing your job, and I think there's a level where he he worked on that also. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, if he used to turn spinning on the block, you used to be like, okay, thank you. He's he settled. Now if yes. he turns and spin on the block, it's over for you. For sure. You know, that's what that's who Braun is, though. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Since 09 till present day, I got to go and bump against that. So, you know what I mean? Kobe, them, like th- that, that was that real bump, man. That was crazy. Who who was um in, in that same essence? Because like you said, you've had to go pound for pound. And I always say to win a championship, this is my phrase, y'all can still, if you want, the wing is king. You know, the greatest wing players go out and win those championships. You got to have that big dominant wing for the most part. Who else is a guy that maybe is like a difficult cover? Like you got respect for it, like dog, like I'm guessing. Like I remember when I would guard Pal Gasol, I'm like, bro, he got left and right hand hook. Like I'm guessing, I'm just trying to be physical with him, trying to make stuff hard. But if he's rolling... I can't stop him. He actually right. taller than me too and bigger. Shout out Pal Gasol just got in, went into the Hall of Fame, uh, by the way. But was there anybody like golly, bro? Like, like I like from a respect standpoint, like, yo, this this dude is a headache. Paul Pierce, yes, Car- Carmelo Anthony, Ooh. you know, Kobe, oh. Oh. Dirk. Like those Ooh. those guys, when you cover them and you could test, you you really just hope they miss. If they miss, you know, yeah. there was nothing too much you could do with all the all the weapons they had for real. But Paul was Paul and Melo was, you know, for me it was the same size as me, same abilities. The footwork was different. They knew how to get their shots off better. It was just those were the coverages for me. But the wings and then D Wade, shout out him too, Hall of Fame. Yeah. But even even having to guard him, it was those was dark nights, man. <laughs> yeah, and shout out, and I think the one thing too, JJ, from being a defender, you know, those guys were so physical. You know, they made contact, you'll get in foul right. trouble, or they'll watch they watching your feet. So, you know, normally ideally I'm sending you to the baseline or sending you to your weak hand. They got rip through moves, counters. Right. D Way gonna shot fake you nine times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you, yeah. you know, like, like you couldn't guard those guys just straight up. But if I could get physical with you, shade you to a side, you know, like 
right. it, it's a wrap. But no, I trust me. I, I understand, bro. <laughs> right. Now, the game is almost designed to help the ones like that now, you know, the, on defense and things like that. Yes. Like, that rotation wasn't the same or back then, you know. All right, stay tuned. We know Derrick Rose doesn't say much, but we're going to find out what he did say about his electric MVP season. Stay tuned on NBA Rookie Life. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but... Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, JJ, we, we, we brought you down. It's time to bring you back up. Shout out to the NBA Rookie Life Film Room. We're going to go into the film room. We, we, we threw out some early film because the storage was popping from you, JJ. So, um, we, we, like we said, we brought you down. Brian caught you. Cool. Congratulations, Brian. You know, that's, man, that's man. So, you know, in some people's eyes, the GOAT right there. Um, but let's go to your top 10 dunks. So you done caught some bodies, dog. So um, talk to me about these dunks. 
Uh, what's your mindset, if any of them, as we watch, as, as, as they stick out for you, you know, but it's, it's like, bro, I don't think people realize, like, I don't even think these videos do, the way you were jumping, bro, in person, it looked fake, like, yo, what the heck, because a lot of guys <laughs> with your size don't have that bounce. I appreciate you, man. Man, and let's check out this game winner from you, JJ. Um, walk me through this play, man. What, what, what happened on this play? Uh, you, you, you knocked down the nice, nice little game winner. We in Sac you already know Sacktown, man. Sacktown, man. Johnson puts it up. Oh, he puts it in at the buzzer. At the buzzer. And breaks the Knicks hearts here in Sacramento. I don't think your three ball gets enough credit, JJ. Yeah, you know. That's a, that's a tough one, man. You know how this... <laughs> <laughs> the, the game, the game, and your role—you know—it plays a big, big factor in your game. We was up by twenty, I believe, or fifteen before it got to this point. So this was, and John Simons happened to be with me on this team as well. So I, I got fortunate enough to play with him twice. Did you know this ball was coming back around? To no, you? listen, listen. <laughs> I want, I want to say that, but I, I really believe that he threw that to uh, Francisco. <laughs> he threw that to Francisco. I, I think that uh, it got deflected right to me, and you know when you're not thinking, you could you could shoot better. I feel like, man. Shout out it and uh, Big Cuz, man. It's oh, unfortunate. Man. I wish those I wish those two had to stay together, bro, and just kind of figure things out in sack. But man, what do you remember about it? I don't think people realize like pound for pound, like. The stuff he was doing on the court, man, and then you know you stepping yeah. in, hitting the game winner. I played and I came to sack. I think a little bit after that, man. But what what was going on with that shot? And then afterwards, talk me talk to me about those two, man. What, what was the feeling yeah. like? Uh, it was crazy. I think that was my first three pointer um, of the year for real that went in. So <laughs> yeah, I started going on a little roll after that. <laughs> for you know, sure. Yeah, you know the slump was crazy for a while. It started to get to man. I might gotta go work on my footwork on, on the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I couldn't even be a three and D guy at that time. So I was fortunate that went in and then it started rolling for me after that. What uh? What, what about it and Big Cuz, man? What don't people know about those two, man? I like I said, just you think back to certain combos, like dang, you everybody was so young, but if those oh, two stayed together or, or could work, man. I mean, even even just a healthy Demarcus, it, it was the best in the league. I, <laughs> my opinion, the the best in the league at that that uh, position size on the game. Even with Dwight Howard in the league at the time, you giving him the best. I was giving him the best. Dwight Howard, great player, great guy. No, for sure. No, no way was not close. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about the Ooh. things. I'm talking about the things the Marcus was doing. Not, yeah. not the. You know, we was on a losing team, uh, a young yes. team, a young team, um, things like that. Dwight, you know, you got Nelson. You had some guys with him that you know set the table pretty much. The Marcus hitting threes, crossing coast to coast. Punching on people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Block work. Uh, you know what I mean? There was nothing his game didn't have. Nothing his game didn't have. It, it was crazy. And to watch him work, too, against the best. Like, I'm seeing a young DeMarcus. Like, I was already in the league. Ooh. You know what I mean? I'm seeing him going from the Jordan Classic game to now he's playing his sack and destroying. I'm like, yo. It was some uh, um, good work. Him, Tyreek Evans, they was paired well together, for real. Yeah, yeah, nah, man. I, yeah. I and, and and he's one of those guys like Tuck. I couldn't guard cause, nah. I, like for real. It, I consider myself a defender. I take pride, 
I had to give physical with him. I had to, you know, like I think when he was younger, I could, I got physical with him, kind of like gave yeah. him like a bit of a hard time, and then like later on, he just he was patient with the basketball, so he gonna he gonna take you under that rim, set mm -hmm. you up for that spin. As soon as you you lock in to take away the hook, that's the big spin is coming. You getting dunked yeah. on. He he yeah. throwing up that you know the little exactly spin dunk, one hand, <laughs> one foot, two feet. He could, he got it, bro. He had all of it. Uh, it his work ethic was always unmatched, but. He wasn't the IT that he was in, in Boston, and that's mm. what that's what we're saying. If, if it would have got to unfold a little bit more, you know, he fighting minutes with Jimmy Jimmy Fredette, mm. another another good player. So you know, um, it was kind of a mix of inconsistent minutes, inconsistent playing. So that's what you was getting while I was there. I was there for only a year, so that that's what I got out of it. So no, for sure, for sure. And sometimes it's it's hard to see, you know, and right. and like when you're a smaller player. The front office like, man, do we want to invest in this guy like this? That's why I have so much respect for what IT did. You're not, you're right. right. He used to come off the bench, right, all the time. But but work ethic was still remained the same, and uh, his attitude remained the same. He kept a chip on his shoulder. That's another thing. Like Facts. you, you can still be a great teammate, but still not be happy in a situation that you know you can be better or do better. So Facts. He did a great job of balancing those two for sure. And, and that's the league too, man. There is a mix of like. You know, JJ, you know, we we come to the league with like, man, I want to be the next Kobe, next Tim Duncan. And you come down to earth and be like, yo, bro, play your role as a shot blocker off the bench. Or, <laughs> yeah. hey, go, your job is to defend and do this. And uh -huh. and when the ball comes, you hit shots. But you come in feeling like you, you those are the, always the goals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you come in the best player on the team uh, that you just came from college-wise to – you just another player on this team, <laughs> like, and it's, it's it's hard to it's hard to uh, manage that, manage your emotions with that, and uh, I feel like that's that got a hold of me as well. Like being the best player on my team or one of the best players on my team and going to the Bulls, not playing, getting getting in games when someone gets hurt, but you never want to play like that. You know, you take your opportunities when they come, but you never want to play like that. And just trying to handle that, man, the right way and yes. keep your keep your work ethic the same and understanding that when you don't go to the gym because you're mad at them, only hurt, mm. only hurting yourself, man. Ooh. It's funny you say that. That happens with a lot of young guys. Man. You mad from the road trip, you mad from sudden, and then you 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 yeah, you fight that battle the wrong way. I've seen that so many times, man. Come, come to practice lacking or slacking, whatever you want to call it, and then uh Thinking you hurting the team. Now nah, the team gonna move on. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> the team gonna for move sure. on. For sure. So you know, man, just make sure that you stay down on the on the grind for real and do do your work every day and regardless what that what happens, you know. Now, JJ, going into your 15th season, dog, you have you seen some of the league's best, not just competing against them. We talked about Brown earlier, but up close, you got to see that D Rose MVP season, dog. Right. I I I want to hear. I need to. I need the D Rose story. You said you knew some. Some y'all had some of the same partners. Yeah. You know, coming out. Um, talk to me about behind the scenes when you knew D Rose was like that. And I think a lot of people forget. Like he destroyed the league, bro. That's why all these MVP controversies they have, like, he should have been unanimous, but, like, every game he destroyed, bro. Man. It was consistent, cooking. Wow. Joe King, Rose for three. Ah, come on! Ah, boom. Big time plays, big, big time plays. 
You saw it up close, man. Tell right. me when you knew he was on, when you was like, dude, this this guy's different. Like, forget the highlights. This was just this was every night, bro. This was automatic. Like, we could play a whole season of games of of these type of clips. Right. Nah, it was, bro. I had courtside seats, the the best show in the world every night he played. You know what I'm saying? I had Facts. I had the best seats. To the best show in the world while that man was playing, man. It was crazy. The things he would do, you couldn't take your eyes off the game. You couldn't take it, but but what made me know that he was different had nothing to do with any of the game highlights or anything. It was practice. How, how he would never take a practice off. How him and Kurt Heinrich would go at it every day. You know, him working on his game, wanting to get better on defense, wanting to get better um, helping his teammates get better. You know, it, it was just, that's when I knew he knew he was the man as well. Like, he he wanted to understand the right way on how to control and lead a team before he even tried to lead it. Mm. He let his game do all that talking. And then, you know, once everybody started to follow, then he started to learn lead a different way. But the man would have 40 and not say a word until we get on the plane. And then we just... Talking, laughing, normal. <laughs> it would never be about basketball. It would be crazy. Yeah, he was different. We didn't need to show that clip. We don't need to show that clip of that guy yeah, on the yeah, weak yeah. side. We could skip that one. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, JJ, we could skip that one, man. <laughs> yeah, who, who missed, who who missed that, that rotation? Who, missed that? who is that? <laughs> hey, 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 at least you went and jumped. Because you know he was he was climbing the ladder on folks back at that time, yeah. too. He was climbing the ladder, and how he controlled his body in the air was so crazy. Always wanted to guard the best player on the team. If the best player on the team was his position, he's guarding. He ain't hiding. He ain't. You ain't ducking him. None of that. Is there a play that sticks out in your mind that was just like, man, like Derrick Rose is different, bro, or like a game winner or something, or just like you know a prime matchup, like you know that just stuck out. It was never no matchup that stuck out to us. You could see. The opponent's eyes, they looked shook when, when he got on the court. It was, you know what I mean? I'm talking about after the end of the Lakers game, we're walking back to the uh to our locker room, you know. I just see Kobe walk by, God rest your soul. I see Kobe walk by, talk about you a bad mother. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yes. what? Yo, you got the stamp by the mamba, bro. Like, nah, hey, you got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> never, never took it to the head, never repeated it, never let no. I I'm probably the first one telling the world that he probably never told anybody that. That's what kind of the guy D Rose is. Pooh, he's just different, man. His character different. Great guy, man. Godly guy, man. Cool. Man, and that's that's the thing. Like you're right, like just just went cool, calm about his business. And I'm glad you brought that up, JJ. I'm not gonna say the teammate's name. I saw Rose Itis a few times, dog. I saw a few like, <laughs> hey, slide, slide him over there. Or like, hey, JJ, I know you seen this. We go through the we go through the scouting report on the board. You got him, you got him, you got him. We in transition and you you running to my man. Hold on, bro. Hey, I be the five man running back on defense, like, yo, who's guarding the best player? What? You running the wrong way. Yo, hey, yo, and be be the first one to say, hey, no man in transition. (laughs) (laughs) I done seen it, man. Yeah, I done done seen some go through a whole shoot around and then get to the game and have that itis. Absolutely. Shout out to D Rose. And like you said, I think the exciting thing is who he was 
behind the scenes. That that that's what always was exciting. He he was just a good dude behind the scenes, stand up guy. Didn't say much, and right. you know today. You know, don't get me wrong. Us athletes, we get paid off our flair. We get paid off our personality now. You know what I'm saying? But right. he just want to hoop, bro. That, he just want to hoop. That's it. He just loves hoop. And, and the way he changed his game to fit this era, that, 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 that's the whole telling right there. Hey, made adjustments after, after injury, after injury. Made adjustments to his game to fit the game. And, yes. and he's still in the league. He's still doing his thing. Whenever he gets in, in the game, please believe they still got that D Rose effect, man. Believe that. Like, oh, they checking in D Rose. That, that still exists. For sure. For sure. For sure. I saw that. Every <laughs> year. That's a good point. I saw that this year. Oof. Love it, man. Um, let, let's go next, man. You you brought him up earlier, man. Shout out D Wade. Shout Absolutely. out D Wade. Hall of Fame, man. You got a chance man. to uh play with D Wade. Uh, we're gonna look at his his one leg back in 20. Uh he had a one leg yeah. game winner. Yeah, game winner against against Golden State. I remember that. Talk to me about this game winner um, as we pull it up. And I just want to know, like, about D-Wade. Like, a lot of people, like, he plays so hard, bro. When yeah. your nickname is Crash. Like, he plays yeah. so hard. I went, the, the thing for me that was tough about D-Wade is when I'd come out in a pick and roll, I've never had a guard attack me so hard. Like, I, it was like we playing a closeout drill. You know, like, yeah. you know, throw the ball close. Like, it was a real drill. I've never been attacked so much from a uh, from a guard. But talk to me about D-Wade, who he is, and kind of walk me through this game winner, man. And it, I man. think this is cool seeing this from him. Absolutely. Just the, just the play to come off. We knew, we knew uh, it was D-Wade. You know, you knew it was his night. He was shooting the ball, but he he drove the ball and he pissed it out to uh, D Waiters. And you know, I think they talked about something before that happened or whatnot. D Waiters went into his bag, threw it back to uh, Wade. I don't know how Wade has the the mindset. You know, I do know that's why he's a Hall of Famer. But to <laughs> to know to throw it off him because he's already in the air and to make the ball come back to you so you can still get a jumper off is. D Wade. Five seconds left. Waiters back to Dwayne. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in. It counts. It counts. The Heat win the game. Dwayne Wade won it for Miami. And the thing I love about D Wade that people don't, a lot of people don't understand, like, he wasn't the most polished player. Like, he made himself, he's a dog, bro. Like, D Wade. Made himself into what he is. He just competes. He com- his competitive level, and I know there's a lot of you know. I don't. I don't want to do the comparison. I'm not comparing him to Harden, to AI, to any of those guys. But like his competitive nature, you couldn't compete with D Wade. He giving it to you on both ends. So, man, what what do you think about that? Like, what people? What don't people know about how great that he is? Because you got to see it in the locker room. You got to see it in practice. You got to see it. Like, hey, man, it's a lot of dudes when they call that name. Who up? D Wade, like, give me the ball. Come right. on, I make it happen. I, I think I think people see it more than they do. Um, every year with the Miami Heat, that's that's the culture he built. That's that's mm. the that's the epitome of a Miami Heat player right there. You know how hard he played, how hard he worked, the things he did to get to all his accomplishments is is the way that they run things there to this day, and that's why you see so much success coming out of players out of Miami. Dang. That's a good point. That's a good point, man. When your best, I know it sounds cliche, bro, but when your best player, the, the role players, the older guys, we're gonna right. do our job. We're gonna play. Right. But when your best player dive on the floor, you ain't got a cho- you ain't got right. a choice. 
And, and he wanted more. And let's not forget he wanted before Braun too. So for sure, for sure, winner. So you know, yeah. they be like winning don't exactly. matter. And I know winning is also situational. Yeah. But when you got that team and you go and win, it, it say something. Shoot, when I was on the Clippers, we had a team to win it. With all yeah. due respect, I'm gonna say what it is. We didn't win because it's hard. It's hard. That's <laughs> it's a, hard. That's like, the hardest thing you ever gonna do in, in this game of basketball. People understand that, bro. <laughs> you go into a game seven and you gotta see a team seven seven games, bro. Or you gotta win. You gotta win four against some against some dogs, against a coaching staff, against the right. city, man, bro. That, <laughs> the dog, playoffs are different. Fight. Yeah, they way different. And to win it like how he did too, like he'd be a, a analytics worst nightmare with how many middies and bank shots he took throughout that that series, man. <laughs> Facts. It's crazy. Facts. All right. Next. Next up, man. You you got to see. We talked about the past. You get. You, I know you see the future, man. JJ. You got a piece of that boy Luca, man. You got to play with yeah. with that boy Luca. And I, I know we hadn't seen the best from him. I know that uh, Mark. I played down in Dallas. You played there. Is gonna. He, he gonna. He's gonna die trying to make sure he has a team around him the same way he did Dirk. But um, talk to me about Luca, man. Uh, what don't we know about him? Uh, give me, I don't know if you have a story where you realize, man, this is a bad dude right here. This ain't a normal, because JJ, you the same uh, size, same. Right. He, he might be low-key, not to be like this. He might be bigger, just as strong, like, but he he plays the point. Man, and, and he plays it with such poise and moves on his own pace. Like, only way I can really explain Luca is he, he's a puppet master, man. Like, mm. he, can, he can move guys in, in directions and... Things like that, pieces on the court that you don't see yet. And then all of a sudden, somebody will be open. Or he's going to walk into a layup. You know what I mean? He's just talented in a lot of things. But you see, he play soccer, kick the balls, set the ball on his foot from a whole court away, headbutt the ball in. Like, he's just, you could tell he's been around that basketball for his whole life, man. He just got it on. That, that's nasty. Man, JJ, that's really interesting what you said. You know, he can manipulate. The pieces on the court. Right. I know I've seen that from Bron. I know Magic would do that. Give me, is there an example of that? So if I don't know what that means, you know, is there an example uh, of, you know, where he he is putting guys in the position? I know James Harden has done that. Shout out James Harden. Right. Um, what, what, give me an example for those who may not know what that means. I mean, like, as far as he will take the screen, snake the screen. If you know what that means, you dribble you know, sideways, almost like Chris Paul always, or uh, most yes. of the time does. All right, so he snakes the screen. When he snakes the screen, he might take another dribble because he knows that you're not going to have the discipline to stay where you are and you're going to help. So then when he goes up to shoot the jumper, you're going to go try to block him. Then you're going to get a weak side block or a backside block, and then he just throws it to your man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know He'll get all the way to the corner. But one time in Indiana, we I mean, I was I was playing with the Pacers last year. So we was playing Dallas and Indiana. And he was in the corner, stuck with nowhere to go. I think he was on like one foot, damn near out of bounds. And he threw it around the um the basket. It almost like cur it curved to like around players. <laughs> it sounds funny. It curved around players and went right into uh his teammates. And I forget who it was. It was uh Bullock. When the Bullock's hand yes. wide open three, I was like, wow. I think he looked back at uh, Tyrese Halliburton and me and Tyrese Halliburton were both like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think with, with JJ, what people don't realize too with Luca is like, 
like the dog that he has. You know, you know, yeah. when we came in, if we saw European, with all due respect, we saw a European player, we was gonna try him. Ah, nah, he not tough. And it was like, are you before you came into the league? It was like, I gotta try you first. Talk about his toughness or like the way like this guy like. Like it almost throws you off. Like, hey, he want to scrap. Like this, this That's dude right is different. Now. I'm not, I'm not advocating nah. fighting, but like, nah, he's he's nose to nose with you. Like, you're not gonna intimidate him. Right. I mean, if you ever got to be around or play against or play with uh, Gordon Dragic, that's that's the same thing. I think it's all them yeah. Slovenians, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I just think that they brought up the same way. Like, don't back down. Uh, to play with that aggressiveness, to play with that fight, you know what I mean? So it's it's just I just think it's the their culture, period. But I haven't met a weak Slovenia yet. You know what I mean? But he's with he's with all that. He's gonna hold himself down. And uh that's what you respect the most, regardless, regardless whether he's really gonna do it or not. <laughs> well, JJ, I, I it's different you saying it than me saying it, because <laughs> <it's a whole laughs> right. and Grad Dragic, I know we got into it, but it was all in the spirit of competition, man. He right. just, he was just tough. That dude, that dude would do anything to win. That dude would do anything <laughs> to win. Like he's gonna wrestle with the big man, right. he's gonna dive out of flounds, he's gonna that dude Dragic would do anything to him. So shout out to him, man. Yeah, always it's always guy. been love yeah. from a respect standpoint, man. Yeah, like I'm saying, they be they be at that point to make you really ready to fight. For sure. And their game is just gonna stay consistent. They're not gonna And it will flop. And yeah, it will flop. Yeah. Hit you. Oh. yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna wave it. None of their game's gonna be messed up for how you feel. So for sure. Uh, um, you were there in Brooklyn. I know things didn't go as planned, but man, talk to me about that experience. Because I know sometimes you get on teams in the NBA and you're like, bro, this is not the real NBA. Like you had KD, Kyrie, and Harden. And I know it didn't work. I don't want to hear about none of that, none of that negative energy. I want to hear some hoop energy, man. What, what was it like being with those guys during that time? I, I, I wish it had worked. It would have been so good for the game. But man, what was that like, JJ? I mean the knowledge, the knowledge from from all those guys in the, uh, as the experience standpoint was was crazy. The way that we can be in a a film session and you know what I mean. Everybody's chopping it, trying to get get things right, get things in order, fixing defense, telling them, telling the other guys what they see. And this James is telling Katie what they you know what I mean. It was and on top of that we had Nash. You know? <laughs> So Two-time MVP. Yeah, so, <laughs> so you know uh, another player who gets it and understands the game, but not nah, extremely prolific, man. Th- those guys, man, their, their work ethic, what they target on working out is crazy. You know, you can go go with your trainer and he'll have whatever set up for you, you know. Yeah. But, they, but they really go there to target something. And they'll stay there however long it takes for them to feel comfortable you know, uh, doing that in a game for real, and it when it's in the game and they do it, it's just it's crazy. The sixty point game that Kyrie Irving had in Orlando, I'm talking about you. If he missed, you you were surprised. Like you was like, damn, he misses. I'm talking about everything going. In. It was crazy, and not just you know his ISO game is crazy. So it's not just damn, he made another jumper. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he saw somebody first before he made that jump, or he did something crazy before he got that lay. So it, it the amount of uh, conditioning you got to be in to to really do that every possession to know that you might have a chance or have have a um, a possession where you might go three or four, five straight, six straight, and, and these dudes do that shit without breaking a sweat. 
it's like you know you, you say you're jujitsu, so you get you get what when I say uh, technique overwhelms strength all day. So <laughs> like so so that's what it is to them. I feel like it's just perfecting that technique or doing that mastering the technique so much that they don't exert a lot of energy doing that. Mm. Nah, man. I, I, man, unfortunately, man, I wish it had worked out there. Obviously, a lot of people are not going to look at just, hey, was the team healthy? Did it have a chance right. to, you know, build in the ideal way? But, man, that was, that was going to be a dynasty, you know, moving forward. And I don't, and I think, like, I hate, like, it's always like, it's his fault. It's his, like, yeah. it don't got to be somebody's fault sometimes. Sometimes just, nah. like we said, JJ, to win in the NBA, so many things have to go right on top of, you know, you got to be healthy. You got to be playing yeah. well. You have to have synergy. You have to have culture. Right. Like you talk about D-Wade being a culture. Like, and like, it, it, is, it is tough to win. I'm at that scale. I don't care how much talent you have, man, but it was fun to watch. And unfortunately, we could not see it work. Yeah. But, you know, shout out you. I'm sure there was levels where you were sitting there like, man, like, dog, how am I? When you had that much experience in the league, you like, man, this is different, bro. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, like, I got, I got a lot of experience in this league and Patty Mills, uh, Paul Millsap, Lamarcus Aldridge—they was all there as well. They, we all have a ton of experience in the league, but when when you sit here, James talk, James Harden talk about the game and, and what we're trying to get out of this game or wins and things like it's easy just to shut up and you know what I mean and listen. Yeah. At this point, you ain't the smartest guy in the room, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's easy to listen. At KD, he hardly speaks, but you know he lets his game do the talking. But when he does. You know, all eyes on him and uh, everybody paying attention to it. So same with Kyrie. So it, it's just that culture with guys that all have different. It's like three. It's like three teachers with three different curriculums trying to teach basketball. One yeah, course. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Nice pass, JJ. Uh, yeah, he was gonna <laughs> dunk. He's supposed to dunk that, but I take the jelly. Nah, but you get you get what I'm saying. So I, yes, those are yes, those are yes. hard. Those are hard to uh, correlate to. A great team, like those. Those was Hall of Fame players, obviously. But to, like I said, the curriculums were different to win. And sometimes it takes time. You know, we, 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 it is rare that you throw that thing together in the season and it, and it just works. So, like, you know, what a lot of people don't understand, like when Kawhi went to Toronto, they won it because they already had culture. So they didn't need Kawhi to be anything. When KD went to, uh, you know, Golden State, like they had culture, and it was like, just KD, just rock. Don't don't worry about that. We already know we're gonna do, da, 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 da. you know, right, like right. like that culture being set. I just don't think that you know they had time to set the culture, but I think it was definitely fun to watch. Oh man, I, I I don't know if you noticed, but there's a reason that Tyrese Halliburton is really good, and James Johnson is gonna let us know coming up next on NBA Rookie Life. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. 
New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Before we get you out of here, JJ, you've been amazing, bro. I know nah, we've been, you. you know, trying to do this for a while, bro. I really appreciate you, bro. Like I said, Yo, steak dinner on me, man. Nah, steak dinner on and me. And for the record, this is the first podcast ever. So, you know, I, I was honored to be man. here for, for real, bro. Nah, man, I'm blessed to uh, to have you on here, man. We all are. So much insight, man. I'm, I'm salivating. We we going wild. And, the, <laughs> yeah. the you know, the, the knowledge you dropped. Um, we talked about the future. We talked about Luca in the future. You talked about that young boy Halliburton, dog. This year... This year, I think it's more so like it was like, okay, I'm here. It's my team. I think he let everybody know I'm one of those guys. I'm sure you got to see it long before I did. Talk to me about this 40.16 assist tonight. Halliburton gets around Harden, goes inside and scores. The way that he commands a game, I didn't understand it, JJ. I got to see it. I'm a, I was a believer, but I'm really a believer, and I, I see how he does it to Talk to me about about Halliburton, dog. You got uh, to mentor man. this guy. Yeah. You got to see him every day. And y'all, them young boys snuck up on some people this year. I'll say man. that much. Yeah, and, and it's, it's going to continue for a long time, man. This, this is a group. This is a group of guys that I'm telling you, off days, you would have thought we had practice. Like you walk mm. in the gym, you walk in the gym on the off day, you would have thought we had practice, how, how all these guys is there working on their game, getting better. But to go back to Tyrese is... Man, he's probably the biggest student of the game that I've ever been around. Like, mm. somebody who nothing but watches film on how to get his teammates better, how uh, who we're playing against next, um, himself, get himself better, you know, and uh, it's constant. And you could tell by every game those mistakes would not be made again. You know, turnovers are going to happen, whatever. He's a guard. But to not make a defensive Dang. mistake, not one to make a defensive mistake and – and things like that. But shout out to him. I think I think that, like I said, he's gonna be, he's up there with the Jaws, the the heroes, the Lucas, the, the Zions. 
He's definitely there, man. Out to Halliburton for three. Halliburton got it. Yeah, man. And, and, and like you said, it's scary. You know, you talk about Luka, LeBron, Harden, those guys manipulating the game. Like, I watched him, like, say, I got to get miles going. I got to get my shooters going. I got to, you know, push and trend. And then it was like, no, we, oh, we don't have it. Time to, like, I watched him manipulate the game. Like, I, I saw it, what you're, what you're saying, or let me get this corner pass going. Let me push it. Like, he has a, like, a feel of the game. Shout out to his pops for doing a great job. I think pops right. is a coach or something, right? It definitely knows the game. Yeah. Um, what, what, what else would he be saying, man? What's, what's that feel? Cause it's like, some guys need their shots to be successful. I feel like he his feel is there. His um, way of not running away for confrontation is, I think, what makes him such a great leader. Because, you know, everybody wants the damn ball. There's only one ball. You know, so he's getting, yeah. he's getting this guy saying, I need this and I'm open. He's getting this guy saying, I need this and I'm open. I need this. And so, you know, he, he'll let him be fast and let him know, like, yo, get to the corner faster. Or, yo, it's all right. I, mm. miss you. I miss you that time, but be there again because I'm going to hit you if you're there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not For like, sure. it's not like, oh, man, I miss you. All right, I miss you. Shut up. Like, nah, it's not none of that. I'm like, all right, yeah, if you yeah, was yeah. there, that's the right place to be. Be there again. If I don't have the layup again. You know what I mean? You might be there yeah. or you might be the one more. And, and for him to average so many assists, how fast he kicks the ball ahead is crazy. Because it's not like he's kicking it to someone who's making a layup or a one-two layup. He's throwing that thing in transition to runners, giving them an opportunity to attack, get a bucket. You know, you don't see, you don't see too much of that. Most of the time, a guard like that, especially, yes. especially young guards, they want to bring the ball up, dribble, move it, cut, come back out, get it again. <laughs> you know how the game that's real rap, JJ. A lot of people can go get you a 30 assist game, but you, I'm not going to say you're going to lose because of it. I'm not going to say no names, but it's it's the right play versus the stat play. Exactly. I like that. Right play versus stat play. A guard who's going to kick it ahead, it makes guys want to run. Yes. He's going to take one dribble, throw it ahead. He might not take no dribbles, throw it ahead. And, and I swear, it's not because he's tired. You know what I'm mm. talking about? It's not because yeah, he's tired. Yeah, yeah, he's not for taking, sure. <laughs> he's not gonna take one of those. All. And, I, and when he gets beat on defense, bro, that's I think that's what amazes me the most is when he gets beat on defense, he clips it. Like it's not no, you know, like when you're in that when you're in that stage or that uh, level of where he's at, you know, not not too many film sessions are gonna be a, a, about you. Mm. So you know, hold yourself accountable. Let your team hold you accountable, and I think that he does a great job with that. Uh, you come to the huddle, yo, Reese. Why you let such and such? He was like, yo, I know, bro. It's not gonna happen again. And I promise you, he'll be there, regardless whether the guy gets a bucket, <laughs> regardless whether the yeah, guy yeah, gets yeah. an ISO bucket against him or whatever. He will be there. You know what I'm saying? So it's some like you could rely on, you can count on him, and I think it's contagious. And I, he had other guys doing that as well. So. When someone say they're going to be there next time, that was it. Like, there's no need to argue. You say you're going to be there. I want to throw this out, too, about Halliburton, man. He's petty. And I don't say petty is a bad thing. All the greats are petty. Kobe will remember something you said five years ago. He will remember you from an open run. LeBron James will remember a Twitter comment from somebody. Right. Halliburton is petty. He sees every, these dudes see everything at that level. Talk to me about what you saw from him. And shout out to Pat Bev. Pat Bev, one of the grindingest dudes we know about how he kind of met that challenge because Pat gonna test you. He gonna see what yeah. you want. And 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 
Reese met that. That's surprised. Yeah. Hey, shout out my guy Wally Zerbiak. Like, oh, Wally, I'm a pretend all-star? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Talk nah, to me about the petty, man. The petty. Nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> Yo, he's uh, confident because his work ethic, man. Hmm. He's confident because his work ethic. I'll, it, it is. Those are the matchups that we might not be seeing the same Pat Bev we seen four years ago, five years ago. But Pat Bev got that first team ring to it. You know, that Tony Allen mm. first team, first team yeah, yeah, defense, yeah. first team yeah. on defense. You know, he got that ring to him. So doing anything remotely nice on bro is going, is going to make your game elevate off rip. Anything you do to Pat Bev and you get away with it or you get a cross on him and you get a jumper off, it automatically make your move look 10 times. So it's almost like yeah, slow yeah. motion because you, yeah. know, you, <laughs> you know who you did that on. You know what I mean? So, so I think that was the challenge for him. It was take the challenge because nobody wants to dribble around Pat Beth. Facts. And and not, you know, Pat know he get away with a lot of fouling. And then when he he actually get a call, he go yell and complain and the rap <laughs> thing about it. Pat get away with so yeah. much. I like to say, um, fouling um without fouling, right? Yeah, you, you know it. He set the, he set the tone. He set the tone, been doing it for so long. The rest know how you play. Shout out to them too. Yeah, yeah, no, man, and, 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 and shout out. Before we get out of here, <laughs> we gotta ask you, man. Uh, do you plan on if the NBA, you know, hangs up? You know, for me, I, I work on my weightlifting. I like the right. weightlifting with the kids. Right. You plan on getting back in the fighting, man? Ah, uh, you know. And hold on, and, and also two parter, two parter. First off, I heard a legend that you could kick the rim. Yeah. I heard the legend that you could kick the rim. Is that true? And will you yeah. get into fighting at the basketball? Back at back in my G, I, I would kick the rim. I'm at basketball out the rim all the time. That would be like my <laughs> I saw my I saw my uncle do it. Uh my mom's brother do it. I saw him do it. And after that, when I was a I was a shorty, man. I probably was like 11 years old, 10 years old. I saw him do it after that. It was just I wanted to do that. And then once I got it, I got it in high school, I think, for the first time. I think it was like a 10th grade. And then after that. Just been something I was, I was able to do. And so whenever a ball got stuck in the rim, I used to just jump up and kick him out. Yeah, facts. But as far as that, <laughs> as far as that fighting, so as far as that fighting, as far as that fighting goes, I it's something I really would, would love to do. Like still to this day, I'm training and, and enjoying that, you know, trying to get conditioning in something different than running lines. So it's it's not something I don't do anymore, but as far as that, it's, it's something that I would take very serious, and uh, I think it would be a great time for it. Since we're here, who's your favorite fighter and why? And maybe who's an upcoming guy, like a guilty pleasure, like you like, hey, I rock with Buddy. He he next uh, up. You know, y'all might not know him, but he, yeah, he next nah, up. Um, I rock with Jones, obviously, man. He's just the dog in that, man. Jones Bones is just, you know, he's the... He's an all-around fighter to me. Someone that, like, when you look at his technique, is so sharp. Like, just the technique alone will cut you. You know. Can you compare him to a ball player? If he's a ball player, would you compare him to as far as technique-wise? Um, ball player technique-wise, uh, Drew Holiday. Ooh. I give it Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday all around. You ain't posting Drew Holiday up. I don't care if you six eight, two sixty. He he's all around playing Drew Holiday, so yeah, I could probably compare him to Drew. For real. Okay, okay. Uh, upcoming, upcoming. Um, man, the, the the fighting game done gotten so packed. You know, it's hard to like really weave out the best right now. And 
so much YouTube content and other content out there. It's like it's it's hard to determine, you know, unless you see them face to face if they really got if they really got that fight in them. Okay, okay, that's fair. A little bit of hot take ish right here, but we'll throw it out. Um, they they want to know. Could you get in the ring and be successful? You had six months or more. We'll give you a year per what you want to train to go against John Jones. Um, I would need a year. Mm. Off rip, off rip. Why year? Why why year? I don't know nothing about nothing. Why why a year? My stand up game is great, but we all know Jones is a, a collegiate uh, wrestler. You know, uh, mm. Really good on the ground, and that's not my forte. You know, I I, I can get on the ground. I can uh, rumble a little bit, roll a little bit. I mean, but to his level, I'm not there yet. I would definitely need a year to work on um, counters and defenses against it, just so we can stay on our feet. What's now? What's I'm I'm, I'm now I'm not. You getting me hip to it? You talking the science of it? What? So what's your strength? Would you say it would be the striking, your wingspan? No, I I'm, I like fighting in close. <laughs> I don't even like to use the space for real. I like being in close. <laughs> I, I feel like I generate more power in close than to make a wide swing or a long swing. I feel like that takes forever. Oh, JJ, I'm I, I'm glad you my dog, man. I know I'm good. <laughs> nah, I know nah, I'm nah, good. Nah. I know when I come to the city, <laughs> I, I, I'm good. And you know, you know, it's funny. I think like before you went to Dallas or somewhere, I was on TV somewhere, and I was like, I saw I saw Luca just getting beat up, or something was going on. I was like. They need a James Johnson over there. Man. Like I said, I was like, hey, <laughs> that I was like, that's unacceptable. Because you know, like when you play with a star, they can't get touched. Like, right. you know, with all dress. Not that you want to fight or anything, yeah. but just to, hey, I, I literally said you now, like, they need a James. I said, that can't happen. Right. <laughs> as teammates, you don't want to get touched. As the opposition, you want them guys to hit the floor as many times as possible. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it is. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But like I said, that man Luca, that man's tough. He handled his own for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, JJ, man, golly, man, it's been a blessing, bro. We're yeah. gonna have to do it again. Selfishly, yeah. I'm gonna hold you to another commitment. Yeah, We're gonna have to just rock out and just toss <laughs> some hoop. Um, a huge blessing to the audience and everybody of of uh, you to our first time, your first time on rocking uh, with me, man. Uh, utmost respect for your career moving forward. I know you. It's even more, you know, set. And um, shoot, selfishly, man, I, I know you're going to be rocking out somewhere, but uh, JJ, where can we support you? Your next causes, any foundations you wear, follow you, Twitter, Instagram, um, the whole the whole joint. Where can we support you, JJ? Nah, we're, we're pretty healthy right now. Everything is moving along pretty well right now. I just appreciate the time, brother. That's all I wanted, man. Come on, chop basketball with you. Old old stories that, you know, these my teammates don't get at this time. They, they love to hear them, but they don't understand. <laughs> well shoot man fun fun stuff man i'm sure that those young guys appreciate you pouring into a man because what you're doing is rare but i know a lot of people are appreciating your value man and these young guys can soak up the game like you talked about yourself learning from a young john salmons and those guys you know kurt Heinrich and those boys taking you aside and, and teaching you and you giving the game back man that's what it's about dude that's all it's about i appreciate you though brother Man, appreciate you guys for hanging. Like we said, James said this was his first. And if you like the content we're bringing you, you want to get a little more, uh, you, you, you maybe there's a guest you want to hear from, uh, shout us out, let us know. But don't forget to like, uh, follow, subscribe, and spread the word so we can give you guys some more cool stuff here on NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. I appreciate you guys. And guess what? I see you next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.